Welcome to the Holistic Mystics Podcast. I'm Michaela. And I am Dawn. We are a South African mother-daughter team of integrative energy healers, mediums, and mystics. Join us as we peel back the layers of consciousness, spirituality, energy medicine, and the quantum field. No matter where you are on your journey, tap in and let's connect. Hi and welcome to our podcast. We're excited to share another episode with you guys, sharing with you the amazing week we had with each other, synchronicities, with our clients. It's just been a ride. Hi guys. Yes. Oh my gosh. It has been a ride. This week has been really transformative for us. We are very grateful to share this experience with you all and I also want to say that looking back at each podcast episode for us is so interesting because we both love talking, but getting behind a mic is hard. Getting behind a mic in a podcast setting is hard, and we are very much out of our comfort zones, but it is really helpful to receive such beautiful support from our people, our community, our soul tribe, and... I love what we do and that's kind of what I want to start this podcast off with is the fact that we are getting more comfortable with the uncomfortable. We are getting more comfortable with our voices, getting more comfortable with spreading our truth and being more authentic. I think in the beginning, we really focused a lot on regurgitating content that we already have already seen and a lot of the content we put out was just it didn't feel true to our heart space what would you say mom yeah it took us a while to get to the space where we we literally had to go inside and find ourselves find our truth and that only happened with working and working the more we started working with our clients every healing session that we do there's another piece of us that unfolds from inside of us. And that's, I think, why we have more confidence now, finding our voices. It's still uncomfortable. Right. It's uncomfortable, but we are getting really confident. And we love it. It's something that we, in the beginning, felt a lot of pressure around. And that was also a reason why we didn't go ahead and continue the podcast when we started back in March, because there was just so much pressure. And we felt like we kind of forced it. We wanted to wait for a perfect timing and this just feels so right and we are just in our element. So I, I love Yeah, it. the one thing I have to add to that is we are both very perfectionists. So if you try to do this through the lens of being perfect and, you know, every word needs to sound perfect, the tone needs to be perfect, you take away from the authenticity. So we got to a point now where we realize being authentic is much more of a powerpoint than being perfect absolutely i think that even just authenticity to me is so powerful now especially through the teachings that we've experienced from all that is source god whatever you want to call it the authentic parts of ourselves have just been embraced so much lately and it feels good and you're right we are perfectionists in so many ways so it is a matter of tapping into our authenticity and taking off the perfection mask (laughs) but I don't believe for a second that we're not in alignment because 
part of why we want to share this experience with you is the fact that we experienced alignment as true and as real as it can be this week. I was driving home about an hour and a half away and my mom and I didn't speak, but we had a client session about 11 a.m. This happened on Friday and we're navigating home or I'm navigating home. My mom was at home. (laughs) Craziest thing happened. I'm listening to this podcast by Shervine. It's called the Wake to the Fake Up podcast and Richard Rudd, the founder of Gene Keys, was a guest. When I tell you this podcast was incredible, when you're done listening to ours, I would recommend (laughs) you going and tapping in there because it has truly woke something up inside me. Anyway, I'm driving home and I'm taking voice notes as I'm driving home of the epiphanies I'm having as, as I am listening to this podcast. And I'm listening to this podcast while simultaneously receiving all these messages from my clients ancestors and when I got home I didn't really talk to my mom we usually talk a lot but for some reason we both were just receiving a lot of downloads and we went upstairs to go prepare for the session we were about to go on yeah it was incredible as Michaela walked into the house we, we looked at each other, but we went our separate ways. And then we sat down and the client session started. And as Michaela was telling our client about the podcast she was listening to this morning, I looked at her and I was absolutely mind blown because exactly at the same time she was driving home, well, not exactly the same time, but somewhere in Around that morning, the same time, yeah, yeah. I was on my phone, on my Amazon, looking for the art of contemplation to put this book in my car because I wanted to buy this book. I just got this like... Because I've listened to the podcast. I listened to that podcast, I think, a couple of weeks ago already. It was, so it wasn't like I was listening to the podcast as well. It was, it was literally that book just came up that morning, put it in the cart, and that was it. And as Michaela was talking, we literally had to ask our client, just give us a second. Give us a second so that I could just like share this with Michaela. And I looked at her and I was like, look at my phone. And there it was. Richard Rudd's book was in my cart. The same, the same book time. that they were talking about <laughs> yes. on this podcast that I had made voice notes about in the car as I was driving home was the same book my mom had in the Amazon cart that she was adding in that morning. And we were in the client session giving her feedback. I was giving her feedback around what I learned, what I experienced and how synchronized it was to what she was experiencing. And my mom just looked at me and we were both just like, What? is this life how much more in alignment can you get how can it get any better than this I mean well that was only the start because usually what happens when we do healings we don't usually discuss we meditate and then we don't always discuss what we can we come up with or what comes up for us until we sit in front of the client it's just a thing we do because it keeps it like we don't interfere with each other and then the message is just so much more beautiful because it comes from two usually not always but most of the time it's like not the opposite side of of a message but it's more the yin and yang because that's what we do that's what the flow but this specific client was nothing yin and yang about it because as we sat down and 
we shared a message, the more we were talking, we got exactly the same download. Two, like exactly. There was nothing yeah. that was like yin and yang or different about our downloads, our messages we got for this client. It was so in sync. It was like we had one download. It was like it was uh, my mind was just blown throughout this whole we healing session so taken aback by this i mean we had to downplay how shook we were in the session because we were in the middle of our integrative energy healing sessions that we offer and this was very ancestral i want to share the almost the exact experience that that we received and in the downloads we received and how in sync it was is just the tip of the iceberg i'm telling you just the tip of the iceberg because as we were sharing these messages we were just over and over looking at each other saying i was just about to say that or that's exactly the message i received and there was so much clarity that we could provide for our client because this just was this was a message that was meant to be heard mm. her ancestors were not playing around they were ready to give us this message to deliver this message and to facilitate this healing asap there was no hesitation with the messages that we receive and like my mom says usually we do give two different sides of a perspective to our client that's why we work so well together and our yin and yang energy comes through our healing work sometimes they are in sync like today or like that friday sometimes they are in sync like on friday but usually they give that yin and yang aspect so it was even more exciting for us to experience that it was even more just eye-opening like wow this was meant to be shared and this is where the art of contemplation came through and I'm like this podcast came through for me this morning because I knew I had to share this message and as I was saying that my mom looked at me she's like I was about to share the same thing and I go about to tell her this beautiful message that Richard Rudd and Shervine were talking about when you are driving in the car and you get to a red light you're usually sitting at that red light, rushing, wishing the time to go faster, seeing it as you're wasting time. There's a lot of rushed energy around getting to a red light. And he talks about the concept of contemplation when we get to a red light. Instead of waiting for the green light and sitting there and thinking we are wasting time, taking a deep full body breath, connecting to your being connecting to all that is creates this contemplative state this pause and you're not wasting time by doing that you are pumping time into your day you are allowing time to be pumped into your day by contemplation by pausing by resting by integrating and he even encourages us to take pauses between tasks so that was that was the download of the podcast that we were sharing. It was beautiful. That touched my heart so much because all of most everybody is so subscribed to the hustle of every single day that even it came through with our clients healing. And well pretty much I think 90% of us on that's walking this earth struggle with not feeling guilty when you want to rest, not feeling guilty when you just take that minute. So this book and this whole concept of contemplation takes it even further, it takes it to a place where it becomes, it, it just becomes part of who you are. They rewire your entire yes. 
subconscious mind, your entire nervous system through this. Yeah, and it just teaches you to come back to to go inside, come back to yourself, to start listening to yourself instead of always waiting for the, sitting at the red light, waiting for the green light. That waiting for is literally going outside and observing, waiting for something to give you the green light. If you're going to start cultivating this concept of contemplation, it's going to teach you to go inside be still and get the answers from the inside. And that's going to cause a lot of people to be a lot more happy. Because if you can cultivate a peace within yourself and teach your mind to listen to your heart, basically pretty much coming <laughs> to like bring that into alignment, you're going to make better decisions because you're going to do it from a place from the inside, not from people telling you this is what it's supposed to look like, not waiting always for the red light to turn green. Right. There's so much waiting and rushing and this hasty energy. This book really taps into what it means to be in the flow state. And this is where it became a full circle moment because as we were working with this client, her guides, her ancestors gave us this very clear message that her mission, her soul mission is to be the change in a way where she normalizes receiving abundance, receiving all of her heart's desires through the divine feminine, through releasing that hasty energy, releasing that rough, restless energy and tapping more into the flow state, the receptive state, into the state of receiving. So I feel that as we're sitting there in this session, receiving all of these codes, her ancestors made themselves very known and everything just started clicking. We were like, okay, this is where all of these downloads are coming through. This is, this is where all of these messages are coming through. And we are sitting, inviting the elements in, we're going all throughout her body, inviting the elements, water, earth, air, fire, allowing the codes of the elements to integrate into every cell, atom, molecule, and DNA strand of her being to create this equilibrium state, this divine feminine state, this interconnected state. And as that was happening, we had this incredible experience. I mean, floored. I, I, I don't think this has ever happened to us before with any other client. And I'm grateful that we had that experience because I will invite that energy in as much oh, as I yes, can please. now. We... We're working with her ancestors, right? And and these elements. And then all of a sudden, we start getting clear as day, visions, visuals, all things ancestors came up. I mean, we were seeing all of them. There were a lot of them. Powerful, powerful, powerful. They were, they were many and they were powerful. When I say powerful, I don't mean powerful powerful in a scary way they were loving they were wise um the healing the everything that was just absolutely got to do with the divine feminine they embodied every single aspect of that and as they were moving through and with us in this healing literally like walking with us they were communicating with us they were sharing energy with us they were literally working on us while we were doing this healing for for our client it was the most amazing feeling 
I have, I've never experienced anything like this before in my whole life. This was a first for me in many ways because it was the first time I usually, while Michaela does the hitting, we both have our have our spots where she does more, more the verbal. She does, you know, because she's so beautifully knows exactly what to say, when to say it. I just go there energetically and do my thing. They it, it, Like at one point, it literally felt like all these ancestors were like, I was too slow. It was like they were showing me, come on now, come on now, and like trying to go past me. And I was like, so what um taking it all in and feeling and experiencing this amazing powerful beautiful i don't know how many other words i can add to that energy that i was experiencing and okay i'm going to tell them about that code that you downloaded into yeah, this yeah we invited oh. these divine <clears throat> feminine codes this codes from gaia and when we are doing this to give you kind of a to give you a visual of what's happening we are sitting next to each other and this is done via Zoom, or this session was done via Zoom. And I'm walking through, I usually, we telepathically connect, my mom and I, and we usually, she gives me a lot of information, and I verbalize the information, and she's doing a lot of the deep cellular healing, and tapping into the subconscious, and receiving so many codes, and she's transferring those codes over to me, and I'm listening to the guides. So I'm receiving from my mom, I'm receiving from the guides, mom is receiving from her guides, receiving in all ways and so we're sitting there and I received this message from her ancestors our clients ancestors that said integrate ground bring this into the root heal this lineage the resistance to the divine feminine power was was being healed was being shaken off and they wanted us to ground that into her root space so I then said Let's integrate and, and bring these codes in from Mama Gaia. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. And as Michaela was saying this, I was visualizing this beautiful red light, you, you know, connecting to Mama Gaia. And with that as well, first time visually I saw these ancestors like walking in front of me, a lot of them, like covering this client of ours. And as Michaela said, receive this codes, I got this like feeling in my, my solar plexus. It was like... My breath was almost taken physically away by all this amazing energy I was feeling. And as that happened, my mind was going, wow, I wouldn't mind it to have some of that, you know, like around me, like our client was experiencing. And as that thought came up, one of her ancestors, the most beautiful woman, literally turned around and she looked at me and she says, you can also have some of this. And that blew wow. my mind. I, I almost had to like take two steps back and like tell myself, listen, this is not for you because they were doing so much amazing work on Michaela and I. We, we, we could feel them sharing that energy with us in such a tangible way that there was moments that I had to go, whoa, you're busy working with our clients. It's not my we healing. We definitely it's experienced that. It was, it was as if we, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves in that moment. <laughs> we experienced such deep healing. I mean, my mom was talking about her solar plexus being activated. My sacral was being activated as has been never been never been activated before. And the code that was integrating was really about how softening into the divine feminine is not done through chasing something pursuing something you don't soften into the divine feminine by forcing it you soften into the divine feminine when that spark inside you draws you to that yeah and it's per design been like that for ages where 
divine feminine energy was seen as a weaker it, it's been seen less than it's so a lot of us we're not even inspired enough to go there and this is part of our idea this is part of who we are as a society but as women especially tapping into that divine feminine is not something that we get taught anyway there's no system in place right now which cultivates young girls to actually embrace that part of you always feeling safe when you are in control is such a default that we get taught from a very young age until you're an adult it basically gets to a point where you as a woman where she's now changed her career where she's now you know making big life changes and it's it's the opposite now she needs to tap into that feminine energy that she she's absolutely bubbles out of her she's got it in like so she's got a lot of it but to get, we had to guide her to get her to the place where it's okay to be in flow state. You don't always have to control. Yeah. You can feel safe in flow state. And you're not falling behind when you are in flow state. Yes. That is so important. When we surrender into the divine feminine, we start exploring what the divine, divine feminine means to us because it means something different to each and every person. You relate to it in different ways. You use it in different ways. But a lot of the experiences that we've heard of and that we have seen through our clients is they feel like they're falling behind when they're not doing something. I mean, I feel like I'm falling behind when I'm not always doing something. It's so easy to feel like overwhelmed with the expectations of society and the expectations that you put on yourself because you constantly compare yourself. That's also something that is so prominent in the divine feminine prominent in the destruction of the divine feminine is we are programmed to compare ourselves every beauty brand every mainstream advertisement that you see on commercial tv and the news and whatever it may be programs you softly and slowly to reach a beauty standard to reach a certain goal to change yourself to be like xyz i won't name names of celebrities (laughs) but it programs you to want to be someone that you're not and you're constantly looking at social media and these shows and these advertisements and saying i want to be her i want to be just like her she's my role model but there's such a big difference between someone being a role model and and someone being um an individual you're putting on a pedestal and looking up to and seeing them as more than you and seeing yourself as less than that comparison energy just kills the divine feminine because you will never rest you will never take a pause you will never contemplate because you will consistently be chasing something that's external something that's outside of yourself well in my opinion again per design because the most powerful place we can be in as humans well now that we're talking divine feminine as woman is the most authentic true self that's where the power is that's where we get activated that's where we make a difference that's where we make good choices from that's where our nurturing motherhood comes from everything that's got to do with the feminine comes from being authentic feminine but you get taught like i was said earlier it's not okay to be because you're weak when you when you when you go into your feminine side. Everybody sees it as a weakness, and just to change everybody's minds. In my opinion, that is the most powerful energy out there is being oh, yeah. in your divine feminine because you can take your divine and feminine, balance it with the masculine. We all need yeah, the masculine side. I'm not that downing that for a second, but. In our society, you can see the divine feminine is getting cultivated. People are, it's, the women are literally standing up. There's a difference between feminism 
and divine feminine. And I think that's where we're getting to a point now in society where we're trying to find the balance because for the longest time, it was like the masculine and feminism. That is like... None of those are showing the divine feminine. None of those are empowering the divine feminine. And back to what you said about authenticity. I want you to know if you're a woman listening to this, the world, they, whoever, they're afraid of your authenticity. Your authenticity is your biggest superpower. Lean into that. Anytime, any moment you spend wanting to be somebody else you are giving them your power they are winning by you giving them that power wanting to be like somebody else authenticity is one of the highest vibrational frequencies if you look at the vibrational scale of of frequencies there are so many beautiful emotions like gratitude abundance you know forgiveness acceptance joy bliss whatever it may be but authenticity elevates you so beautifully authenticity should be at the top of that scale because when you are your authentic self when you're tapping into that authentic nature especially when it's the divine feminine authenticity you are remembering how powerful you really are you're remembering and not only are you remembering but you're reminding your ancestors to come up you're calling them in you're calling in all sorts of the divine intervention divine power divine assistance to further tap into what your soul purpose is what your authenticity is authenticity is the hardest thing in today's life time yep. into where we are today to be because what is authenticity it is being And there's not enough being in this life. We don't get taught how to just be. Well, Michaela and I, we will help you with that. But (laughs) for the most part, it took us so long to get to this point, how to be. And we were talking to this client and she's at the exact same spot where she has now got to be okay with just being and not always doing and chasing. And because with the doing and the chasing, it literally comes the fear you know, the fear of not being good enough. Where if you just be and you're authentic to your own self, you only have yourself to measure up with. You don't compare yourself to anything or anybody outside of yourself. And I believe that's the most powerful place to be. It took me many, many, many years to be okay with being me. And you can still get shit done when you are in your divine feminine energy. There's this misconception, and I think it's also per design, where you automatically hear someone say divine feminine softening into your nature and you associate that with sitting on your ass and not doing anything. You associate that with being lazy. You associate that with sleeping all day. I'm telling everybody else, yeah, I can't do this because I'm a woman. That's not what it is at all. Restoring your feminine is softening your nature, yes, but it's also embodying your inner power, your inner authority, you know, a lot of the self-help books are masculine driven. A lot of the self-help books tell you to get up, go get it, go do this, 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 go and, and A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And what makes the divine feminine reclamation of power so different is we say, yeah, get up, but go with the flow. What does your intuition say today? What does your heart say today? What does your lineage want you to heal today? What is your soul yearning for today? The divine feminine reclamation, that rewilding of the woman, that connection. I'm, I'm seeing so many more home births. I'm seeing so many more women taking back their power in, in ways that was 
impossible for many, many years. And I don't want you to think that taking back your power and tapping into the divine feminine makes you weak or makes you lazy. It makes you strong. And no one wants you to know that. Yeah, I think the strongest place to be is in your divine feminine because being part of that is embracing motherhood, for example. Because for the longest time, I mean, not this generation or maybe the generation before, it, it was not okay to not to be a stay-at-home mom was just not, not okay. It was something I can attest to that because I was a working mom. I had my own business, hustle, 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 and then I became stay-at-home mom. And there's, there's a side which stand on this side and they look down on – women look down on women that oh, work yeah. and wants to be a mom. It's and not then just the, the men. Yeah, it's women doing this to women. And then there's the woman, the staying-at-home woman, looking at the others going – Oh, but she's not a good mom because she's always at work and vice versa. You get what I'm trying to say. You can never do anything right. Yes. That comes back to our previous point of being authentically yourself. If you go and you go listen to your heart and you go listen to just falling into that divine thing, you'll see that motherhood is the most powerful absolute amazing place you can be and, and there's no right or wrong that's way what to i wanted to say if you want to be a working mom be a working do mom. what you'll make you happy the divine feminine through that if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and you can be be a stay-at-home mom embody the divine feminine through it as long as you are intention stems from this embodiment of my inner authority and the soul work you're good yeah, and hold space for for other women, divine feminine said, we, I think we're at this point, like with our client, mm. a lot of the things that she was going through was judgment by other women in her, let's say family, in her culture, you know, yeah, yeah. Her culture, that's a better way of saying it. We need to get to a point where, like Michaela said, whatever makes you feel comfortable, wherever you feel your power is, that could be a working mama, that could be a stay-at-home mama, that could be just as long as you can let <laughs> And even Let if you're not a be. mama. Yeah, even if you're not a mama, <laughs> just being a woman in general. We need to hold space for each other more. That's what that's what, what came through as well in this healing what we that we were doing was she doesn't she didn't feel held. She doesn't feel supported. She felt literally she's she's lonely. She was Very sad lonely. for being and not doing. That's basically yeah. what it came down to. Because it's not even the men that are actively trying to suppress us anymore. It's women trying to suppress women. Women trying to judge women. Women being ugly towards women. There is this this funny thing I saw on TikTok the other day where they're talking about, well, women want to support women until they're doing better than you. Oh, yes. Women want to support women until they disagree with you. It's not about someone disagreeing with you or someone doing better than you or this or that. It's just if you can come back to the the divine feminine and say i am a woman and you are a woman and i see you for all your womanhood you don't have to be a mom to be a woman you don't have to be this that this whatever to be a woman being a woman allows me to see you more clearly and support you wholeheartedly i'm not going to sit here and judge you because that's what they want that's what they want you to do so Tying it back into the art of contemplation, taking back your power through contemplation and through pausing is the divine feminine energy as a whole coming into the collective. I think that is, it's not just happening to women, but the divine feminine, this is, it's not a gender thing for me. The divine feminine is 
an energy. It's it's an energy that comes through. And that energy that is coming through is not just affecting women. It's affecting everybody. It's affecting the way that we live our lives. We are slowing down and taking some time to integrate, to contemplate. That's why Richard Rudd had that interview with Shervine on that Wake the Fake Up podcast wanting to tap into contemplation and how powerful it truly is to sit with yourself. We are programmed. This does not even have to do anything with men or women. We are just programmed as a society to not be able to sit with ourselves. We have such a hard time sitting with ourselves and such a hard time just listening within and going within. That needs to change. The bottom line of contemplation is to find the magic in the pause. If you can get to a place where you're comfortable with silence, comfortable with little minutes here and there, just to not always brushing to the next place, to the next thinking about the next conversation, quiet your mind, quiet your body, your soul will absolutely love you for it. And at the end of the day, this hustle society that we're part of is why per design, masculine, masculine, masculine. It's, it's, it's what's been running this the whole planet for centuries. And I tell you right now, we are getting to a place where we get, we, we, we're like changing the whole dynamic of it's planet revolutionary. Earth. Yes, because the divine feminine standing up in the most beautiful way, like I said earlier, there's a huge difference between feminism and divine feminine. Absolutely. And I believe right now the balance, the balance is coming out where we are, we can embody being feminine without being a feminist. Yes. If you're a feminist listening to this, nothing against you. No, we love you. We love everybody. <laughs> However, I do think there is a sense of misogyny in feminism that rocks my boat the wrong way because a lot of things that you're experiencing in your daily reality is per design. You just don't know it. And if you do know it, Hello, we Hi, see you. We hear you. <laughs> Welcome. <We're with> you. <laughs> I believe that we are drifting toward the ancient practices more and more, and not the ancient practices that were taught to you in your history books that don't have an ounce of truth in them, that were construed by people or, or put out there by people who don't have your best interests at heart. Sorry to break it to you. We yeah. keep it real over here. If you don't agree, keep scrolling. Anyway, there is this traditional sense and this ancient sense that it's coming back. And I think the new age was the catalyst for that. Like that whole 2012 um, boom of awakening was a catalyst for us to return to the ancient teachings, was a catalyst for us to return to what it truly means to embody the divine feminine. We are being called to tap back into the ancients, the ancient practices, the traditional practices. I think that big boom in 2012 was the big boom of awakening was a catalyst a, like a canon event for us to return to this ancient practices in a way where we are not ruled by religion where we are not ruled by the patriarchy where we are not ruled by this toxic masculine energy where we can return to the art of contemplation the pause the rest the receptivity yeah it does not take a rocket scientist to go and look outside and see whatever we were doing is not working <laughs> So going back, I think, to, to the roots of humanity, which means, does not mean higher, lower, better, not good enough, whatever. It means let's, let's be a team. Let there be balance. Let's see each other. You, I believe divine feminine 
and divine masculine, we need each other. There's not any one of those two that's more important or carries more weight in any sense. I believe if we can get to a point, like Michaela said, no gender talk. This is literally the divine feminine and masculine energy of everything around us. The way the world gets operated. The yin and the yang of the world. Absolutely. If there's a balance between those, a complement between the male and the female energies of of everything, this world would be a beautiful place. Because there will be a mutual understanding, mutual respect. That's a big thing. Respect, respect, respect. Because we, up to today, right? The the old way that I was saying that does not work, absolutely was the, the divine feminine got got like smothered and got told, you need to be below. You are below. Always you are below. Less than. Or less than. Yes. Or be quiet. Since ancient of days, there's like cultures that women up to this day still lives less than the man because of the control that religion had over us and that's what i said earlier about returning to the actual ancient teachings where we are not separated and we are not divided division this is a whole other podcast episode that we have to (laughs) tap into is how powerful division is and if we take back our power from division and say we are all created by the same god we are all created by the same consciousness And if we tap into that oneness energy, the divine feminine can return and be in balance with the divine masculine. When we invite the divine feminine back in, we are not taking up more space than the divine masculine. We are not throwing the divine masculine out. We are allowing them to understand and respect each other. Per design, here we go again, per design, the family dynamic is also so misconstrued because of the fact that the divine feminine gets suppressed so much so there is no teacher teaching of our children of what it is to be a divine feminine and divine masculine so it's nobody knows it because it's only masculine because we're always on the run we're always on the hustle we're always busy we always have to be in control so i think if you get to a point where the divine feminine just becomes the softness the embodying divine feminine is going to make the divine masculine it's going to be powerful in the most beautiful loving way not the controlling suppressing that it is right now i agree i think also the divine feminine heals maternal relationships and relationships with moms and daughters a lot of moms and daughters that we've experienced and, and talked to have very different relationships and relationships that have been damaged by ancient wounds by ancestral wounds by these lineages of of women who have experienced deep wounding and that brings us back to taking back our power and tapping into that authenticity will not just heal us in this moment it'll heal our ancestral lines it'll start healing our lineages and that will connect us to each other in a way that we've never been connected to before we will connect ourselves to this divine feminine power we will connect ourselves to what it means to truly embody surrender what it means to truly embody body real love and that's that's what the divine feminine will bring the collective love more love more softness and that is the end of our podcast we really enjoyed this episode if you're feeling called to work with us We offer integrative energy healing sessions and deep ancestral healing. There are so many beautiful things that we are here to help you navigate through and guide you through. 
We truly feel that the right people finds us every time. And if your soul is yearning for some deep connection, transformation, and healing, check out the show notes at holisticbreath.com is our TikTok. Holistic Breath is our Instagram and holisticbreath.com is our website. We look forward to connecting with you. We'll talk to you next time.